Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. South Minneapolis. We all know about what took place in the spring of 2020. 38th Street in Chicago, that intersection. I remember as a high school kid, Cup Foods. And I think that many people are aware. If not, I'll just refresh their memory. That was the corner store that George Floyd went into where the cops were called. And that's where the interaction took place right there outside of that convenience store where George Floyd um, lost his life. Cup Foods is an establishment, a little corner store that I've been to So many times, not in recent years, but going back to high school, man, I went in that store so many times, not because I ever lived in South Minneapolis because I never did, but because a couple of my classmates from high school lived in South Minneapolis. A buddy of mine uh, literally lived two blocks away from Cuffles, and when we would go over to his house and he's putting together mixtapes and he was he was like the DJ um, one of the top like DJs around at our school, and we would all we'd all pay him, you know, five dollars here, five dollars there, to, you know, put put together a nice little cassette for us, right? And Jamal was great at that. And sometimes, you know, when when you when you when you want the the music, you go and you dig through the crates with them, right? Like he had all the vinyl he's putting together stuff, so we'd hang out. And then, all right, well, let's run to the corner store. So I've been to Kapoot a million times, okay. Um. And, I, and I'm very familiar with that intersection. And I've been to that intersection in the aftermath of George Floyd. Okay? Because um, I remember my cousin visited from Houston, Texas. He's originally from here, lives in Houston now. And he, was, he came back here to visit over, it wasn't this year, it was, I think it was last year, over Memorial Day weekend because he had not been to the area and seen everything. And so we all went over there and walked around and looked up, looked at everything, took some pictures, because he wanted to, to take it all in and see the area. And I saw it, and I took pictures like, every, like everybody else. So the owners of Cup Foods and the other businesses around there near what they call George Floyd Square. They're suing the city of Minneapolis, saying that 
concrete barriers and the lawlessness that flourished within those barriers cut their income and crushed their property value. The lawsuit accuses Mayor Jacob Fry and other city officials of essentially abandoning the businesses and offering little more than lip service and weak financial help following the murder of George Floyd in 2020. The lawsuit underscores lingering acrimony, and I'm reading from the Minneapolis Star Tribune, over the city's response to the unrest that followed Floyd's murder. More than three years later, proposed changes to the area around 38th Street in Chicago um, are still years off. So the plaintiffs in this suit are Cup Foods Incorporated, Menthol Tobacco LLC. They're part of um, operating the store. Southside Electronics, Inc., they help operate the store. Uh, M&A Investments, they help operate the store. And um, another business by the 3759 Chicago Avenue LLC, which owns business near the intersection. The convenience store has changed owners. That happened early this year. So the plaintiffs are um, longtime owners from before George Floyd were killed until the recent sale. I bring all of this up for one simple reason. I think that how Minneapolis has reacted, I think that the decision-making, the leadership, the mayor's response to 38th in Chicago is unacceptable. Unacceptable. And for the people out there, well, Henry Lake just said something about Mayor Jacob Fry. He said he's unacceptable. Yeah, I've been listening to the show long. Because I will, I will talk about whoever, whenever, regardless of their political affiliation. It's unacceptable what 38th in Chicago looks like right now. And I do want people to chime in on this next part of what I want to get to with regards specifically to that intersection. At 651-461-9226. If you look in the Minneapolis Star Tribune, whether it's online, whatever, or just do a Google search and look up George Floyd Square and you see what it is. We will never forget George Floyd. Ever. There's no way you could. He is going to be a figure. What happened to him that America will never forget. And the way that he died will be a stain on the forever. George Floyd, people will remember what happened here in Minnesota. Like some many years ago before me and J-Lo and a lot of other people were born with Emmett Till. But if you look at 38th in Chicago, and I am all for remembering George Floyd and and, and how the country will never, ever, the world will never forget what happened to him and where it happened. I am all for acknowledging his passing and what took place. But I have to just be honest here, and I know I'll get some pushback from people, even maybe some friends 
I don't think that what's the way that 38th in Chicago is set up right now, I don't like it. I don't think it's fair to the to the businesses over there. So now I haven't been by there in in the last, I don't know, it's been months. But if it still looks like what it looks like in the paper, where you have the big statue and the fist, and then it's it's a it, it's what do you call it? It's a roundabout, right? I, I'm sorry, that didn't work for me. I, I don't think that there should be a it never was a roundabout. The only reason why it's a roundabout now is because of that particular piece in the middle. So so it's more than just the statue thing. I, I if you want to have a statue in that in the vicinity of that area, I have no issue with the statue of George Floyd whatever. I would not have it in the middle of the street. I would not have a roundabout there. Number 1. Number 2. The barricades have to go. It is unacceptable to have the barricades there. You're affecting people's businesses. You're bringing their property value down. I don't think that that is okay at all. And quite frankly, I'm going to have one of the individuals that owns a business um, right there, right next to Kapoos, is going to come in studio this Friday when I'm filling in for Jason DeRussia. And he'll tell me directly what it's like and how it's impacted his business. But I don't think – you know what I said earlier about like when we are talking about law enforcement and moving forward and how we can – be better in assessments and on-the-job stuff, where it's like, you know what I want to happen? I want the, the, the carjackers, yeah, I, want them, I want them pulled over, I want them locked up, I want them apprehended. I don't want, I don't want somebody pulled over for an air freshener, right? Like, we, we were talking about that, like little petty stuff like that or whatever, right? I, I don't want to see, in that particular neighborhood, we know that those businesses have been negatively impacted. We know that that it's going to be quite the hill for them to climb up. Why do you literally have concrete barricades that create other barricades for those people to be successful? 651-461-9226. And, and what do you make of how we should remember George Floyd? I don't I personally I think that there should be something to remember him. I do believe, because there's no forgetting that. There are people that will be traumatized forever for seeing that video. I don't think that the, the, that the statue thing in the middle of the intersection, that ain't it to me. I'm sorry. It, it just, let me ask you this, J-Lo. Are you a fan of art? Sure. Okay, I'm a fan of art. I've got actual paintings that that I bought, and I've had I've, I've had people actually do paintings, like literally, you know what I'm saying, like from my mind and what I want it to look like. And they went ahead and they did did the deal, whatever expensive paintings. I've had that done. Um, rolling in <clears throat> rolling the big bucks over here. I would challenge anybody. I would chat, and if you live in that neighborhood, I would love to hear from you. If you if you live in South Minneapolis, six five one four six one nine two two six, tell me with a straight face that that what you see out there on thirty eighth in Chicago. I'm all for for graffiti. We can write on. We we've always. I'm I'm from the hip hop community. Break dancing. You had graffiti in New York. It's been everywhere. You can't tell me that looks appealing right there. You just can't tell me that. A lot of it looks like garbage to me. 
And I'm not trying to demean people putting flowers up or putting pots up, you know, because people do things for spiritual reasons. They want to remember it and, and, and pay homage to. I'm sorry. I'm. We could do better. We 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 literally could do better. If you're a Southsider and you totally disagree with my take, love to hear from you. Six five one four six one nine two two six. If you agree with anything that I have to say on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line, I'd love to hear from you too. Because I care about the community. Uh, I'm a proud Minnesotan. I'm a proud uh, resident of Minneapolis. We can do so much better at 38th in Chicago, and we're just not. And it falls on the leadership in our city, and they need to hear how we honestly feel. And I'm telling you how I honestly feel. Your reaction, we get to it next year on The Late Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. 38th in Chicago. It doesn't take a million years for us to help that intersection look better, develop, and be something that that we could all um, accept and, and feel good about. I don't look at 38th in Chicago and feel good about what's left there. I, it's hard for me to do that. It, it just, it, it looks like people just go over there and they just leave stuff. They just randomly leave stuff. And, and you know why it's, it's, it needs to be dealt with and it needs to be dealt with um, quickly because the same way that people will never forget about what happened in this country with George Floyd, and they'll never forget where it happened. It will serve as a place that people, once they visit our state, will go to. They will go to. And if that's what they see, I hate that. And then beyond that, stop negatively affecting people's businesses over there. The concrete barricades, it's just... It doesn't do us any good. This is where we can all just go ahead, use some creativity, be thoughtful in our approach, 
and just do better. We can all do better. 651-461-9226. Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line from the 612. I totally agree. I live not too far from there. I wish that corner and businesses could thrive. Right now, it is bleak. Buses have to detour. A memorial, yes, but not this. This from the 952. A memorial is needed. An occupation is not doing anything but disrespecting Mr. Floyd and the people who live and have businesses there. An occupation. Um, I live three blocks from 38th and Chicago, and after 40 years in the neighborhood, I have moved to St. Paul. I have no confidence in the city leadership anymore, which that that's I touched on that. I do think that one of my big gripes with Mayor Jacob Fry. Um, and I don't I, I'm not going to sit here in in. You know, I'm not trying to make it seem as though like Jacob Fry is some some evil person or he's just, you know, he doesn't aim or mean to do good. Um, it, I just think that in that specific moment, I, I think the inexperience, maybe it's just because of, you know, his youth. You you got to have stones. You you got to be ready to, to make decisions and I don't think that he was in that I think in that specific moment he panicked with with the whole with the precinct burning down with all the stuff and it, it doesn't take a million years for us to figure this out let me ask you this ever since everything that happened with George Floyd have you been in that area at all have you seen it what I'm referencing uh, a couple times um I went there well, what is your honest so, opinion am I off so I drove uh I've been through there maybe twice. Once was I'd say it was accidental. I was actually going somewhere else in South Minneapolis and then trying to get here for work and 35W was shut down for repair or for that project that that finally finished. And I was driving through the streets and all I I came up on 38th in Chicago by accident. I'm like, "Oh, I'm at the barriers. Oh, I'm at the, I need to go around. So that was the the second time I went. The first time, I went a few days after the incident happened. And so it was a different feeling because I said, I said to myself, I actually, we were working from home, and I said to myself, I'm going to take a long lunch break, and I'm going to go down there to get the vibe of, of the area because this was a time where – you had everyone there protesting. It was fresh in everybody's mind. It, it had been, I want to say, less than was it less than a week? It, it was. It was definitely less than two weeks after it happened. But everybody was still protest. You know what? I think it was before uh, everything started happening at night, like the Wednesday and the Thursday after, and, and everybody went on kind of lockdown in the area. Uh, I want to say it was it was early in that week. And so um, it, was, it was an interesting experience. It was one of those experiences where you had a sense of community, a sense of, okay, we need to come together to try to get something to change about what's going on in the area. Yeah. 
uh, 651-461-9226 if you'd like to weigh in. Uh, this from the 952, uh, somebody weighed in again, the same person that, that moved to St. Paul. They say that Fort Floyd, uh, they're really saying, talking about Flo- uh, George Floyd Square, should be bulldozed. No, it should not be bulldozed. Um, that's, that's not what I'm saying here. Uh, I'm asking what should happen. And, and, and to that texture, it shouldn't be bulldozed because someone died there. If it was your loved one that was killed in the manner in which they were killed, I wouldn't want it bulldozed. Someone died there. I'm respectful that someone died there. They have to do something different, though. I don't think that that intersection in itself, the way that it's set up, that's just not it's, – it's awkward. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for anybody. I mean, buses can, can't even really get through there anymore. It's a roundabout. Roundabouts work in the suburbs. Roundabout, roundabouts don't really work in the uh, in the Twin Cities. I've seen a few super awkward roundabouts that I see that work. Yeah, I see them out in Lakeville. Yeah, I see them out in Egan. I'm not anti roundabouts. The streets it, are too tight. Come on, the street, man. The, the, the infrastructure. With, I, there with are some big over Minneapolis buses too. There, there are some over in Northeast that I've been around in, in a couple neighborhoods. The streets are too tight. I, I just. And this one, the 612, it's been a battle between the city and the people at the square. Anything the city does, the activists push back and replace the barriers. Lots of conflict. Listen, um, I say a lot of things and, and have a lot of opinions where I come across as outspoken. You can call me an activist or whatever you want. We, there, there has to be um, a reality check. Even from activists. Now, I'm being dead serious here. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I'm always going to be for, you know, people doing better and, and people being represented. But I, this is not something where I'm going to let activists control what's best for everybody out there. That, that just not, is not a doable situation for me. All right, let's go to Philip, who, uh, who's uptown. What's up, Philip? Hey, Henry, thank you for having me on. I live in South Minneapolis. I've been a cab driver there for years, Rainbow Cab. As far as the intersection goes, as I remember, there is a southwest corner that's an empty lot. There's an old speedway that's yep. just, yep, that's abandoned. I don't know what they're doing. Yep. And maybe we could put something in that empty lot or take that speedway away. But I don't think it serves a neighborhood well. I've sat in that Speedway parking lot for the last 20 years while people gas up, run in, buy milk, buy cigarettes, buy chips and candy. And is there any convenience store anywhere near there? Let me ask you a couple of questions, Philip, because you say you're still a cab driver, right? Yeah, I certainly am. All right, so, so what do you make of, of my thought about the intersection itself with it being a roundabout? That just, that just seems such the most awkward thing. And, and I'll, I'll repeat what I said earlier. I've been somebody that had been frequenting Cup Foods as a, as a high school kid many, many years ago, right, back when I was in you know late 80s, early 90s, whatever. So I'm familiar with the neighborhood and going over there with, with a couple of my best friends. I just don't think that the roundabout there serves, serves, uh, serves anybody. No, and it's not so much the roundabout, but it's if you go north out of the roundabout, I mean, yeah, there's a graveyard where the actual spot happened. You go up to 37 in Columbus, and there's, uh, you know, a graveyard in uh, 
dug out the, the holding pond for floods. But to make the neighborhood thrive, maybe just tidy it up a bit somehow. You know, we don't need the whole intersection to have the honor of this, what happened. Wouldn't I, it be I, would great take, I, would, I would take the statue out. I'm, I'm dead serious. I would take the statue out. I'd say move the statue into that empty lot right next to it and have memorials there. Okay. And look, Dealey Plaza in Dallas, do they block it off because JFK was killed there uh, how many years ago? It's uh, They should honor it. It's sacred ground. But I'd like to see that neighborhood thrive. I'd like to see people be able to walk down to a Speedway or a convenience store there and not have all this maybe just a little bit more access because people like to go through the neighborhood too, you know, North, North and South. And I'd think that if there was something they can honor it, but still roundabouts, I can, you can get me going on roundabouts. Yeah. Yeah. But that one, the fist, it should stay, but I think it should be respectfully, Put off on one of the corners. Yeah, you got to take it out the street. Open up that intersection yep, again. Yep. Thanks for the phone call from Philip in Uptown. Look, I am, and let me be clear about this. Okay, I, I want to be clear about this. I don't hate the statue. I'm not saying that I'm anti the fist and all. I'm saying take it out of the intersection, put it somewhere else. There's plenty of space to put it in that particular area. We're talking about businesses that are negatively impacted because of the barricades. There's other stuff that's just absolutely empty. Just, just move it. And, 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 and the texture did text me back, and they said, for clarity, they just want it tidied up. And I agree with them. If, if anything, you know how you should honor part of the honor and respect for it being a sacred place because somebody was killed there? You know what part of it is? Cleaning it up. Right now, it just looks like people just dump stuff there 24-7. And I, and I firmly think that that's unacceptable. All right, 651-461-9226. Are you guys all embracing the current weather pattern in Minnesota? Are you changing our identity when we talk weather? We get to that next year on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Guys, we are losing our identity. Does it upset you at all? Minnesota, 
people, when they think about us, they think about the cold weather. And and I think that we get some, some props for that, quite honestly. We do. Like, people are like, oh, man, it's cold in Minnesota. You guys deal with, with below zero. Oh, man, it's, it, we get, like, a little love, right? Like, we're tough. Like, we're hardcore. Oh, y'all diehards. Man, y'all just live. Y'all got those cool skyways and all that. Like, we, we get props with that. But I, I don't know. We're losing our identity because it's not cold. Is it is it colder in the last maybe week than it's been? But listen to this for the next, what, 10 days. These are the highs. 37, 35, 37, 39, 38, 37. Then you get to 43, 46, and 45. We, we know that, <laughs> that the climate change is real. But, man, if we're not um, a place where the temps are freezing, what is our identity? And are you okay with that? I'm okay with it because I, I the warmer the weather, I do better. You know, I, I think that we all – I'm not going to say we all because some people like, like it cold. But you concerned, man, for Minnesotans that we're losing our identity? couple points. First, you talk about getting love from people that don't live in the area because we're supposed to be hardy, the people that live here. And I've lived here long enough that I do live here. Um, I see more head scratching and head shaking. And what the bleep are you doing? Why the bleep do you live there? Um, I will say I have gotten... You've gotten love before from 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 people in Kansas City. Yeah, no, I no. have. You, you might have. Oh, it gets but cold I, there. But I got I got family. I got family that came up here last February. Was last February or February before? And it was. I mean, it was cold. It was single digits. And they were the fam was like, ah, no, we'll we'll come back here in summer. We'll come back here in June. When it's when it's tolerable, mm. um, yeah. I I actually sent so so my family was sending out. Uh, we have a text chain, and they were sending out the Halloween costumes of all the children, and like oh this this dressed up as this dressed up as that, and of course Halloween here it snowed, so I opened up my shade that goes back to the the little deck I have in my apartment. And I took a picture outside with snow on the ground. I said, here's the scariest image of all. And I texted them a picture of the snow. And they're like, oh, no, no, you win. You win. No costume could be as scary as that. <laughs> uh, now, I have gotten kudos on the Skyways. I have heard a couple kudos on the Skyway system. Oh, we've always gotten props for that. Yeah. But how often do people use the Skyway system but, but, that, but, don't, that, don't live in, uh, that don't work in downtown Minneapolis? But the thing is... To have a Skyway system, you need to have some absurd cold yeah. to keep to you warm. It. Yes, to justify the Skyway system. Because nobody – look, if you have a business that operates in the Skyway and if it's never cold, you ain't going to get no business. You're going to be out of business. 
That's just the way it's going to. Now, now, I remember, I'll never forget this. Remember a few winters ago, I think it was the winter of 19, because it was before COVID. It was, it was super cold that winter because I remember I had um, a lady friend of mine that came up here to visit from Kansas City. And <laughs> she ain't seen no cold like this. She was like, what? Oh, my God. I mean, it was, I, and I got to admit, it was cold. It was cold. And then the, because that was the same winter as the polar vortex. We had those, like, three or four days where nobody's yeah, cars would run. I couldn't even start my car. This was, I believe this was the same winter yeah. that Texas was in the deep freeze for days. It was 1920. It was, it was it was um, the winter of of, of 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 twenty of nineteen, 19 into twenty yeah that was insane yeah but when it happened we all identified with it well like this is what this is a part of Minnesota weather this is not a part of Minnesota uh, 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 winter weather forty five on December the eighth really. I will say. Will you be upset if there's no if there's uh, no snow on the ground for Christmas? Absolutely not. Okay, I, I got friends that are like that. They're like, no, it's unacceptable to not have snow on the ground, and it's Christmas. It, it, it's, it's it's acceptable to me. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's acceptable to me. I'm fine with it. Yes, yes, that's fine by me. Santa has, if, if he needs, it's not like a hovercraft. Santa doesn't need snow to go over to get to your house. He can be just fine going over land. He gets he gets to the desert. He gets over the ocean. You don't need snow to see Santa. Okay, he gets to he gets to Houston and Tampa and Phoenix just fine. From the seven six three, according to the internet, we've only been keeping track of weather for about one hundred and fifty years. So for me, it's hard to admit that there's some sort of change happening when it seems like there's no way we can know what the Earth's weather cycles are with such little data. This is, to be fair, and this is basically my wheelhouse because I I have a degree in meteorology. Yes. I usually don't brag about that, but going off of that text, I just wanted to to give some clarification, even though I haven't used it in a while. Um, That is the main sticking point. For people that talk about climate change and, and they don't think climate change is a real thing is because we have recorded weather that that texture is right. Mm-hmm. It's about 150 years. Mm-hmm. So you can't even go back to the beginning of this country and find a national recorded weather system. But all we can do is go based on in our lifetime. And, and let's extrapolate it out. Henry Kissinger died today at 100, okay? So let's not even think, because I'm not going to live to 100. I'm just, I, I know that, yeah. all right? I, I see what the texts are saying, but that's not necessarily that relevant to me because I'm not going to live to be 150. What the, the, and I get what they're, I get what yeah, they're saying the argument in terms is, of data points and, 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 and the yeah. trajectory for, for, for what could be as opposed to what was. Right. I get that. I don't care that much about that, though, man. Right. I'm talking about what I'm used to when I was 10, into 20, into 30, into 40, into 50. That's what I'm concerned about, J-Lo. But you're, I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, th- I think that— I don't know why you don't brag about that. Uh, you, don't, some, you don't dust your shoulders off sometimes? Sometimes I do. But I just wait till, till the right situation. Like now. Correct. <laughs>
All right, 651-461-9226. By the way, they say, long story short, born here, raised here, love it here. I love it, too. Final segment of The Lake Show is coming up next. All right, thanks for listening. Everybody tonight, thanks for listening. Even Bob in St. Paul, who didn't like my um, my interaction with him earlier. I mean, he, he started getting disrespectful. My name is Bob. It's just Bob. Don't call me Bob, Bob. Bob. Well, I, I said Bob multiple times to get your attention because you, you were trying to talk over me. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm really not sorry. Anyway, I like having fun with the listening audience. And sometimes I raise my voice. I get animated. I get, I, you know, I get passionate about stuff. We get passionate about stuff. You know, that's just how it is sometimes. It's all good. It's all good. From the 651. Uh, seven months ago, we just got done with 100 inches of snow. We deserve a break. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We just, uh, we deserve a break. You want them potholes again in St. Paul this year? I don't think so. Can we be real about the streets? With all the const- all the st- work that they do on the roads, it just seems like it's just, it is so temporary. We have to do it every summer. Every summer it's something. It, I don't what are we I mean, what are we what are we doing to the roads? I, it's always it's always like that little temporary fix. It's like when when you get that, that flat on your tire and you don't go get a tire, but you, you try to plug it just for now, and you know eventually you're gonna to have to go get a tire. Like it's that that part I, I will say this. This summer has been different, though. Or this year has been different. 2023 has been different. Because a lot of the money that was, that was um, member of that uh, Biden and those guys for the, for the roads and, yep. and all that, I, saw a lot of, I, 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 I saw a lot of that being taken care of. Yep. There was a thought that I had, and I had this years ago. I had this thought in high school when I was living in Kansas City and I saw snow falling on the streets. One, It was just real weird. I was... I don't even think I was driving. I think I was a passenger in the car one day. And I just thought, for the times when it gets cold, is there a way to have some sort of heated coil, heated street, heated Mm -hmm. asphalt, something like that? Mm -hmm. And I asked one of my buddies up here, I think it was earlier this year, who's a, uh, she has her doctorate in material sciences. So she knows her stuff. And I, I, I asked her if, if there was anything like that out there, and she thought that there was. And I, I, went, out, I went out looking for something. I think there's something that I got to look for it again. But I thought there was some sort of street system where someone had tried to devise a heated street system or some sort of solar connection into hmm. the streets where you could have solar paneling or solar uh, – solar sensors that could help heat the streets and keep, you know, snow, ice, frost off of the streets. And so I would love to see something like that be built to take in. Mm, that would never work. Why not? That would create a street that's slick as hell. I, 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 that's scary. No, but what you do is you, you, you make sure that that heat I'll say it this way. I don't know how you would be able to have a grade of of good street right there where it's never going to be that slick. You have to keep the streets warmed up. 
you're going to have to keep the streets warmed up through the winter. But you have but you know that when you when snow falls on warmer ground, it doesn't stick, it doesn't stay. And so no matter what the temperatures are, at least if you have that street warmed up, you should be able to hopefully keep that ice and that frost off. But of the how street. much of a stretch would you have to do for that to be a successful it's be, campaign? It's be costly. Yeah, I mean, because seriously, you go from from you know fifty five miles or just regular, and then you get to like a mile and a half where it's like that. I, I think that would create accidents. I don't know about that, man. I think you'd have to have a big stretch of. I think you'd have to do it on a residential street first. I don't think you could do it on a highway. I think you could test it out on a residential street. Let's say Hennepin. Let's go Hennepin. Mm, I, I'm anti that. I'm, I'm going to tell you why I'm anti that. Why would you do it on a on a on a side on a, on a residential street before you would do it on a freeway? Because just you, for, just to test it out. Yeah, because you don't have the speeds that I you would have a, on a highway. I think it's a waste of money to do it on a residential street. Oh, I disagree. Really? I disagree. I disagree. What's the upside? Again, you can you can do it in a much more controlled environment than on a highway where you have those higher speeds, where you can have stop and go traffic, or you can have people going eighty. No, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, is what is the upside of having it on a residential street where the speed limit's not going to ever be high like that? You're, the the main thing you're trying to do is make sure that the you want to make it sure works. That, yeah, that, that, that it works. I get yeah, that. That's I get that. the main thing first before you get it into different situations. Why are you out here trying to waste the tax uh, uh, payers' money, man? I'm Look trying to you. help y'all, man. Look at you, man. That's what I'm. Uh, hey. Come on, man. It's that it's that Kansas City in you. That is out. that is <laughs> that is my main goal in life is to help y'all out. Whether it's right or not, I don't know. But I'm trying to help y'all out. You need to be helping out the Kansas Cityans on trying to figure out where they're going to put the new Kauffman Stadium. That's what you need to do. Don't, I'm, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I know you ain't bitter that it's going downtown. I. It's supposed to go downtown. That's it's supposed where it to go be. downtown. I'm, I'm, I just hate that the the Truman Sports Complex is going to see the end of its days. Hey, that's my that's my every dog speech. has its day. It does, and I understand that they that it needs to upgrade. But I took a lot of pride as a Kansas Cityan in the fact that they they made this fifty years ago. And it was thirty years ahead of its time, and that the design of it and everything that I had pride in that. All right, hey, thanks, Jello, for hanging out with me tonight, man. Back at you guys tomorrow night, six until nine. We call it the Lake Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 